Hey guys, welcome back to Hound Wave Sports. I'm Taylor West here with Charlie Pope, Teddy Conover, Owen Holmgren, Dill Patel, and Nate Block. We got wildcard weekend coming up. Ted, how did we do on our picks? I know I won, of course. Yeah, you know, it, it's been a busy week for the Hound Wave guys. We had, uh, you know, Pope and my um, top five players podcast. We had a, a Ravens podcast yesterday that you guys should go check out. But um, regardless, the season long race. I was about to say for the FedEx Cup, but it's for the Houndwave uh, Picks podcast. Uh, finished with uh, me getting 11 this week for 168, Taylor getting 11 for 177, Pope with a, a week, week nine for 166. Uh, Nathaniel comes in second, 11 for 172. Uh, Owen wins the week, 12 for 156. Uh, 21 behind and Dylan 10 for 153 but since he started trying he's been better unfortunately the upset of the week from Owen uh, with the Bengals does not hit um, yeah so wait, I lost by five was that the final you you lost by five yep you, you made a good push at the you know in the last week but couldn't quite get it yeah Dylan I mean if, if you had been trying this whole time you would probably be up there I mean you've been you've been you know right there with me the last five weeks um maybe next year though all right well saturday january 9th the day we've all been waiting for for a long time oh and let the record record be clear wild card games count as two points divisional three conference championship four and super bowl five okay all right hopefully i can still hold on to my lead um but the colts and the bills are playing buffalo minus six and a half um that's on cbs that's it just is going to be um it's it's going to be kevin kevin harlan or no or no it's going to be ian eagle for sure um and i ted i love the bills in this one um they've been playing good football they they may be the best team in the nfl right now um but i think they'll be easily able to stop philip rivers and jonathan taylor and that colts rushing attack yeah jonathan taylor uh, really has come on in the last like five or six games of the year um doesn't don't really know what was going on before that. Uh, he, but he just they, they they would they would hand it off to him in the first half, and then they wouldn't give him to him. Similar to half. sort of a David Montgomery type thing, where it's like we're just going to understand football. Um, not sure that that uh, that Ian Eagle will be on this one. He might be on the Bears Saints because this seems like a Romo game. But Bears Saints is also going to be on Nickelodeon, which I'm very excited. Well, about. I'll be watching it. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I like the Bills as well. Uh, they they kind of remind me of the 2019 Ravens uh, in, in a regular season sense. I think they have been exceedingly dominant over the past, uh, you know, however many games. Um, Josh Allen with a real breakout season. Stephon Diggs, uh, his value is, you know, innumerable. I mean, not only was he the leading receiver in the NFL, um, but uh, but he, he like – revitalize Josh Allen's career. Um, so, yeah, I like the Bills in our, in our route. Yeah, the, I mean, I, it, I think it will be closer because obviously it's a playoff game and, you know, playoff games, you don't tend to see blowouts very often, but the Bills have been playing out of this world. But the Colts' defense is, is it's still legit and we have to give them the credit they deserve. Uh, so it's, I don't think they're going to drop 40 or 50 on them like they did against the Dolphins last week. But I think the Bills will come out on top. Um, and I, I agree. Stephon Diggs has been a massive addition. Um, and, and it just show, goes to show what a great receiver does for a young quarterback. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, I'm going with them also, the Bills here. I think, as Teddy was trying to point out, I, like Diggs is obviously an extremely good receiver. I don't think he's one of the best in the entire league, but just the way he like fits that whole system and just it's working perfectly. Josh Allen with a huge arm and being able to 
find Josh, um, find Stephon Diggs. Um, also, I just think that the Colts defense has been getting progressively a little bit worse at the end of the season. I just think the Bills are going to be able to take advantage of that. Uh, yeah, I want to start off by saying Nate was in here when I calculated this, but I, I calculated my final 2020-2021 upset of the week um, record. You know, last year I finished with a respectable, pretty good five and seven, uh, you know, considering you're picking upsets. This week I finished three, 19 and one, which has been disputed to be three and 20, but it's three, 19 and one because the tie is a tie. Um, so we're going to move on from that and, and never look back ever again. Uh, I, I like the bills here. I think they're, I think I said it earlier on a different podcast. Uh, I think teams with the best shots to beat the chiefs are the bills and the Ravens. You know, the chiefs, I texted this during the Rose bowl to the highway group chat. I said, uh, Alabama is to college football what people think the Chiefs are to the NFL, and I really don't think the Chiefs are on that are as as incredibly dominant as they may see. But here, I like the Bills. Uh, they're just they're just setting records. Everyone on that team is setting records right now. So yeah, I like Buffalo. And, and Notre Dame is just like the Jets, right? No, disagree. I'm gonna disagree. I'm Notre Dame is more like the Ravens. You get. I was gonna say, yeah. and then and then you lose. So yeah. yeah. Well. But at least I think that's a more accurate um, comparison, Charlie. At least the Ravens Notre Dame. No, no, no. Taylor made a good point. I think Notre Dame is the Baltimore Ravens of college football. Taylor, thank you for that. But also, the Ravens, as you quoting, like you literally said, don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So, well, I've said that plenty of times about every team. Right. Well, I think Taylor hit the hit the hit the nail on the head right there with that take. Good job, Taylor. I, I bet uh, Taylor doesn't really believe that. But on the topic of Stephon Diggs, I was uh, watching first take today, and Stephen A. Smith actually uh, gave Stephon Diggs the MVP. <laughs> anyway, he was top. He was number five. No, he was five. On the Stephen five, sorry. Which I thought was funny. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with my friend Josh. I was actually trying to bring him uh, on the podcast, but I didn't want to bother him during playoff season. He's got a lot to focus on. So I mean, he has such big shoes to fill with Mark Shapiro, so it's tough. Well, we'll see what he does. Uh, Super Bowl champion, maybe, Josh Allen. Uh, I'll bring him on when I see him in Laramie this summer, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, give me the bills. I like him. All right. Um, moving to the NFC side of the ball, 440 Saturday, Rams-Seahawks. It's on Fox. Don't really know if this is going to be Joe Buck. Ted, you probably would know that. Um Seahawks minus four and I like oh man this is tough because I think the over under in this game is 42 and a half which is really low for a playoff game in the in this era um, and I may still take the under um, Seahawks are not playing great offense and the Rams defense is incredible and Seahawks defense is kind of elevating but I think the Seahawks will win it's in Seattle they don't have their uh, infamous fans there uh, but I'm still going with the Seahawks yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call them infamous. Like they're they're kind people. They're just very loud. Um, I disagree. I think the Rams. I mean, even if Wolford plays, that might be a step up from Golf at this point. Um, and uh, their defense is phenomenal. The uh, Seattle Seahawks' offense has also been pretty anemic recently. They um, Russell Wilson, like you know, classic. We're going to start and be the MVP of the league, and then we're going to be bad. Um, and over the last three weeks, he has less than fewer than 200 passing yards, I think, in, in each of the, the last three games. And they've really sort of struggled on offense. Um, and it's not going to get any easier playing against uh, Brandon Staley who, uh, and, and this Rams defense, who probably deserved a head coaching job. But um, I like the Rams. I think they're going to win. Here's what I would say about that, Ted. 
I think the Seahawks may have realized that um, scoring so fast and chucking the ball over the field puts your defense in a terrible situation because of the amount of time they were on the field. And you've seen them pass the ball less and run the ball more and be more patient. And I think that's along with the defense starting to play better. I think that's what's helped the defense start to look at least better, I think. So I'm not worried about Seattle's offense, but I was with the Rams all year. I said they were going to win the division. They came short of that, but I I still think they're going to win a really close game here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. I mean, if you just look at like two weeks ago when they played, Russell Wilson, as Teddy said, has not been playing great. But despite that, the Seahawks still won the game. And I think some similar type of thing is going to happen. I don't think Russell Wilson needs to throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns and four touchdowns to win the game especially with Seattle's defense playing a bit better. Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle here. I think this game is going to be terrible. I think this might be the worst playoff game that we see. I think it's going to end 17-14 in favor of the Seahawks. It's going to be super boring, and, and Russell Wilson's going to end uh, end the game with a game-winning touchdown drive down 14-10 with, with three minutes left. Uh, that, a low-scoring playoff game, if it's close, is still entertaining, I think. No, but I think this one, it's just going to be so – it's just going to feel so dead. Like, the, like you like the, if you've watched any of the past, like, th- two, three Seahawks games, I'm sick of it. I don't want to watch it anymore. I, I, you know, I had Russell as my MVP, and then we almost lose to the 49ers, right? Um, I, I, I'm going to take the Seahawks here. I, I was going to take the Rams initially, but – I think Russ is going to do his thing when it when it comes down to it. Uh, so he can be in Seattle. I think uh, sorry, I missed, uh, is Jared Goff playing or is it John Wolford? Is it John Wolford? Sure. I don't think we know. Yet. I'm I'm not sure. Let's assume it's uh, Wolford for now. I think. Okay, well, unfortunately, awful play though. I don't what's know, Pope. You're, you're pre med. What's your take on the what's your take on golf surgery, Pope? I know you're big into surgery. Well. I mean, I'm not like you when they, you say that they just shove a massive metal bar in their knee for an ACL surgery. Um, but I, I would assume that golf would play in a playoff game. All right, well, I think oh, either way, I'm going to pick the Seahawks. But unfortunately, we've never been able to see John Wolford be in a playoff game because, A, I got canceled in like week, week 14. So we didn't get to see him play. But I still think Seattle, Seattle defense is uh, improving. Offense is getting a little bit. Eh, but I think they're still better than the Rams. So I'm going to give it Seahawks. Yeah, AAF has kind of showed out this year um, in the, with the likes of Garrett Gilbert and, uh, you know, Young Hoku obviously having a great year. Um, but the next game, we go to Saturday night um, but where the Ravens lost last year, Bucks washington um, Oh, man, uh, do I think Washington – do I think Washington can pull off this upset? No, I don't. Um, I, well, I think they can. Will they? No. Because Brady right now is playing some great ball. Um, even without Mike Evans, I think it's going to be tough to contain that just all the weapons that the Bucks have. Uh, Washington may have the best D-line in the NFL, but the great thing is what, um, the Bucks don't really run it that much. Um, so I like the Bucks. Yeah. Um... I guess I, I probably agree on the outcome, but I'm I'm going to disagree with you in the fact that Washington can definitely make this close. Like, I, I mean, did you see their uh, Sunday night game? They could make it like this. And I understand that the Bucks' offense is pretty good, but Mike Evans actually might play, which would not be good for them. But if they if he doesn't play, then uh, you know you got a, a pass rush on Tom Brady with only four guys, which he doesn't like. He, he has historically not liked that. He's also on the road, and he like he can't win a road playoff game a lot of the time. Um, 
he can, but he very, very rarely does. So I think it'll be close, but I still think the Bucks win. I I agree with both what both of you have said. It, due to the fact that the football team has an ta- extremely talented defense, and they don't really need to blitz more than four, bring more than four people to get to the quarterback, um, they're 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 going to be in the game. They're going to have a chance at it. It really comes down to the offense and whether they can score points. I don't. I I would be surprised if Mike Evans ends up playing in this game. And I think that, he is. Okay. There's no structural damage to his knee. Okay. Well, if he plays, their receiving core is by far the best in the NFL. If it doesn't, it if he doesn't, then it's a really good receiving core. And um, people underestimate how important Mike Evans is to that offense. And even though they'll be somewhat fine without him, he's a significant loss if he's not able to play. But I, I think the Bucks will be able to come out on top regardless. Yeah, I agree with Pope. I really think it comes down to Washington's offense not really being able to do anything against the Bucks defense. The Bucks defense, when it's playing well, it's it's actually really good. But a lot of the time, it likes to just play no, terrible. No Devin White or Shaq Barrett for this game for the Bucks, though. Yeah, but I mean, Washington just doesn't have the type of playmakers besides Owen's favorite player. I'll let him talk about that later. But you know, I just still think the Bucks are going to be able to win this one. I just don't think Alex Smith and the the Washington football team will be able to produce on offense. Yeah, I'll help Terry Mack. Um, but, but Teddy, let me ask you a question. Do you know what it means uh, now that the Bucks don't have Mike Evans? you know who we get to see more of? Is it is it Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson? It's Tyler Johnson. We get Tyler Johnson is, is going to come back for the playoffs. He's going to go back with a fire. Um, I, you know, I thought this game actually really did have the potential for an upset until I saw Chase Young at the end of the game go, I'm coming for you, Tom. I'm coming for you, Tom Brady. You know, he's just, he's just a lonely little rookie. He'll learn eventually someday uh, that you can't do that. You now Tom Brady's going to go for 450 yards. That's what he does. Uh, I'm going to take the Brady bunch here, of course. I think that I think that they really could come out of this NFC. I wouldn't be surprised if they did just with the firepower that they have. And, and, and Tom and Tom with a, with a career year this year, one of the best years of his entire career. So I think they had, they're one in five against teams with winning records. Yep. And if they win this, that stat wouldn't improve because the Washington football team doesn't have a winning love the NFC East because the NFC East is just beautiful, but. And, and Tom, I agree with you and he has had a great year, but you know, when you look at the numbers, it, it does have to do with the offense that is. You got to look at the weapons. All right. Come on. And, then, Come on. and this is a good time to actually just Winston talk. through 30 interceptions last year with this offense. He Come on. through 30 touchdowns. This, this, is, this is a good time to talk about um, what, what happened with Doug Peterson over in Philly when he threw the game. He threw it. He's a loser. Um, oh, the integrity of the game. I mean, it's, it's just awful. And Joe I, Doug, the integrity of the game weird. died out in 2002. I think he's a terrible coach, but I, I don't think what he did was a – bad decision and i mean could could be the difference in you know drafting like micah parsons or some terrible eagles pick i mean to be fair either way they can't draft they picked jalen rager over justin jefferson and everyone knew it was wrong and it was just immediately wrong Um, and it was wrong all right i I understand the whole tanking aspect of it but i mean they couldn't have made it more obvious like we, we you know we understand if they tank they tank we get it but like you, you pull Jalen, you, you go for it on fourth and goal from the eight when you can tie the game with a field goal. You, you pull Jalen Hurts, you put in Nate Sudfeld, and you he set it up though. He said the day before he wanted to put Sudfeld in the game, so he's a sneaky little guy. But uh, back to the playoffs, give me the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. I don't believe. Oh yeah, uh, that's a stretch, but I'll, I'll, I'll still pick the Buccaneers because like Washington football team is a losing record. 
and Bucks. Oh, Bucks just loves teams with losing records so much. So, uh, give me the Bucks. Okay. Um, now we had the Sunday, and we get the ESPN game, which is at one on a Sunday. Which I don't know why it's on ESPN at one on a Sunday. Um, it's probably the best game of Wild Card Weekend. It's the Ravens and Titans. I have watched like hours of anal- analysis from um, like top tier ESPN uh sports commentators about this game and everyone has chose the ravens every single one i don't love it because we're better as an underdog um but i'm still going to go with the vens um i think that the ravens are going to be able to run the ball well against this poor titans defense but i'm just saying if we go down in the first half by anything more than three points we're going to lose even three points even three, if we go down. So yeah. that's my, um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I've, I've seen, I've seen some backlash on the, on the Raven stuff, especially, you know, if you're looking for some Titans support, just watch CBS sports. They, uh, they've hated the Ravens all year and continue to do it. Um, I like the Ravens here. I think, nah, I think they're going to win. Um, you know, they, they held Derek Henry to like 45 yards rushing through three and a third quarters, is a weird without stat. their two um, best or without um, without Brandon Williams and Clayus Campbell, yeah, so like it, it can be done. Well, and, but you know, Derek, that's what Derek Henry does. He, right. Well, but he he, can, he usually gets yards in the first three quarters. I mean, it's tough to be, you know, a fourth quarter rusher and get two thousand yards. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he is better in the fourth quarter. But he was like not good in the first three against us. And and if we can stop him similarly, then I think our offense this time is going to be a little bit better than it was last time. We only scored twenty four. I, I think we're going to score more. It's just, can we stop them? Uh, and there's a whole podcast about this, so I'm not going to say too much, but I like the Ravens. I mean, I'm really in the same boat. I'm I'm just praying that we win. I am so scared. I am genuinely so scared. I'm, I mean, I'm Imagine gonna... how much better it would be if we were playing the Colts. I mean, to be honest with you, like, I, if we can't beat the Titans, like, what does it matter? Like, do, do we win a play? Does that does that matter at all? I mean, I guess it would bring joy to win one playoff game, but if we can, if we beat the Colts and then we just beat we run into the Bills and just get destroyed, like, would does that would make the season any better? I, personally, I wouldn't think so because beating the Colts in the playoffs doesn't really give me a ton of joy if we're just going to get killed in the next round. Um, so I'm going to pick the Ravens, but I am extremely scared. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Ravens too. I just want to add a little thing to Taylor's point. If we, if we go down by, I, I want to change what he said a little bit. If we go down by three or more, and we start just frantically passing the ball, then we're obviously gonna lose. I like I don't think that we can't go down by three as long as we continue to feed J.K. Dobbins and continue to feed Gus. But the second we go off and just start trying to throw the ball like 50 times a game, like what we did last year, we're gonna lose. So I'm really as Teddy said last night, this is a big game for Greg Roman, and let's just let's run the ball and win. Um, I've got a feeling I'm gonna be a little lone wolf here, like a Michael Irvin on NFL Game Day morning. I'm gonna take the Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry. I mean, the guy just ran for two thousand yards. Taylor's furious with me right now. Furious. No, I, I'm not. I'm not furious. I'm just nervous. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm like. I kind of want to pick the Titans. It's like not a bad yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is this is this is going to be the best game, um, or at least it should be. I think or, they're. Or inter- you know, we could lose by thirty because it, you, you could. We you really could. could. Well, hold on. This game's in Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. Okay. So Ryan Tannehill is in warm weather. Weather. He is. He's so scared. So scared of the cold. He hates it and he can't play in it. Um, I'm going to take the Titans. It's going to be 42 degrees on Sunday. Uh oh. Oh, Tanny. Now that's that's a, that's a cause for concern. The Titans are also bad at home. They're they're bad at home and Tanny's bad in the cold. All these factors going against them. I'm going to take the Titans anyways. You know they're great. I love them. Uh, Malcolm Butler is on that team. He's a good guy. So I give me Tennessee. Is this UOTW? No, it's not. No, okay. no. Uh, oh, Teddy. What? Teddy. Teddy convinced me to do playoff upsets of weeks. So I will. Be, I will be doing that. I mean, they're favored. I don't know how you can. Have no, out. the Ravens are favored by three. Oh, yeah. The, the Ravens are. Ravens are oh, <laughs> but don't worry. They got the motivation up in the locker room. They got. Earl Thomas's arm and his back up in the locker room. So that means they're going to win now. Okay. Uh, number one, Titans defense is abysmal. Like, Javion Clowney's just a vacuum, sucking up all the money, does nothing the whole season. <laughs> Titans defense, I'm going to bet against them. Second, I think about all the progress we made from last playoff game, but more importantly, since the last game we played against the Titans in the regular season. We've developed J.K. Dobbins more. We kind of fixed the passing. So we've made some pretty important strides where there were a lot of gaps last time we played them. And then we go to the luck factor of it. Ravens were bad at home this year. Primetime at home, bad. I know this isn't primetime, but it's away. Titans are bad away. At, or Titans are bad at home. There's a lot of factors going in here. I seriously think that the Ravens can win this. I actually – I'm, I've convinced myself that I'm more confident going into this game than last year's playoff game, but much. I'll take a step back on that one. I, I think the Ravens will win. Well, can I? I want to yeah. say something really quick about Jadavion Clowney because Teddy and I were talking about this last night. Uh, I thought John Simon was the worst football player of all time. He was, as we all know, ranked 127 out of 120. 28 in PFS rankings for defensive end. I think Jadavion might be 128. John Simon has four QB hits in the season. And Teddy, how many hits QB hits does Jadavion have in the season? Uh, he has none. He has Zero. Not a not a single. He hasn't even touched the quarterback. That's terrible. Still playing. He's. It's just. It's just. How do you pay someone that much money and then they come in and they do that? It's a disgrace. Yeah. All right. Well, we move to the NFC game of the day. Um, Bears, Saints, uh, Bears really, you know, they're, they're kind of that, they're going to be set a standard for that seven spot as that eight and eight team to get in. Um, although they did catch fire at the end of the season, which ended up working out because Kyler Murray just, just fell off a cliff. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, they're favored by 10. I'm not sure if I like them by that much. Uh, I think Drew Brees is able to win, but I think it's low scoring and the Saints win. And these are the two teams that love heartbreak. So I think it's going to, some heartbreak is going to happen. So that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I can't disagree with many of your predictions. I think uh, I like the Saints in a close win. Um, the, the thing with Trubisky though is he caught fire because he was playing like literally the worst defenses in the league and they started to run the ball a little bit more. Like, are we really proud of him for beating the Texans, Vikings, uh, Jaguars? And um, like, I think that, that was about it. Um, you know, not, not, not amazing. Um, 
but uh, but still, they, they really didn't show much against the Packers um, on Sunday. That, you know, the first time playing a good team in a while. Um, so I, I, I like the Saints to win, but agreed. They love coming out in these playoff games just so flat. They, they always come out flat in, in playoff games in recent memory, um, which is kind of weird. So um, I think they're, they're, they're going to win, but yeah, close. I personally think it's going to be a blowout. The Bears team, they're 8-8. Eight and eight. They just do not deserve to be in the playoffs. They needed a win to get in, and they lost, and they still got in. Um, so, I just, first of all, the way you stop this – like, this, the Saints have the best defense in the NFL this year. Let's just stack the box, double Allen Robinson, and you're going to not score a point the entire game. So, with that happening – and the Saints offense getting more capable and capable and capable and having maybe the best weapon in the NFL in Alvin Kamara, who's coming off, you know, a, a six-touchdown game um, and the coronavirus, maybe that. But, you know, we saw Lamar get better from the coronavirus, so maybe Alvin Kamara gets better from the coronavirus. Um, I think the Saints are going to smash him. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints here. I don't know. I don't think the Saints – really are that capable of blowing out a team besides that one game where Alvin Kamara had six touchdowns, but I, I just don't see their passing game being, being very explosive whatsoever. I mean, they do have Jared Cook, but besides that, they're, they're just passing threats are not too good. I know Emmanuel Sanders is there also, but he's just not as, I don't know. They just don't seem to have the big explosive plays on offense besides without Alvin Kamara. And I, I do pick the Saints here, but I think it'll be close. Um, yeah, I think Mitchell Trubisky is is the right-handed Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, that's how I view him. I know, I know, I know. Chope's a massive Tua fan, and he hates hearing that. But it's just like you know, a, a kind of good maybe game manager who is good at handing the ball off to stop to- hating. He he literally he literally has started one like like a half a season in the NFL, and you know he may have not played well, but he's a rookie. He has an injured Devonta Parker, and who else does he have? He, he literally has no weapons. A great tight end. Robbins of line with three rookies starting. What do you What do you want him to do with that? I'll, I'll agree. He hasn't had fair, a great year. Listen I'll agree to this. He hasn't, just give I said I said a couple weeks ago when Baker had no wide receivers available. I said he has no wide receivers available. What is he supposed to do? And you were like, well, that's what Lamar's been dealing with his entire career. So Exactly. So, is Tua just dealing with what Lamar's Tua. been dealing with? So shouldn't Tua be good if he's good? Shouldn't Tua be good if he's good? Look at Lamar's rookie year. He went. He threw three touchdown passes and six I, interceptions. At least he won games. Did I ever say that Tua was Lamar? Did I? Did, did those words ever come out of my mouth? Not. No, but that's not what I'm saying. Lamar, that is what you're saying. No, you're saying if they're again. Here you go again. Chope gets to a point in the argument where he takes a full ninety and switches the entire topic. Just okay. Please restate what you said. Restate what you said. I said I said that you're using the no weapons excuse, but when I use that for Baker Mayfield, it's not valid. When he didn't have any of the receivers that were on the active roster for that game, and I said he's got no receivers, and you said, well, neither does Lamar been doing this his whole career so what i'm saying is every time i use the no as use the no weapons thing you you call it invalid but now it's valid because baker's baker's been in the nfl for a a solid amount of time now and he had all these tight ends and i'm not saying it's not going to hurt but he he did play poorly in that game and he fumbled the ball away to win the game to lose the game against the jets that's what he's talking about Tua has played eight nfl games and he has nothing 
Baker has the best offensive line in the NFL. The, the Dolphins maybe have the worst offensive line in the NFL. So that is the reasoning behind that. Okay, Pope, Pope, here's, here's a question. If the Jets don't draft Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields falls to number three, are the Dolphins going to take <laughs> Where Justin Where is this Fields? gone? What, what, what <laughs> no, happened? Tell me, no, if, the, if, if it comes to pick number three, where the Dolphins are at, and Justin Fields is on the board, are the Dolphins going to take Justin Fields, yes or no? I think they yes, should they get are. To a weapon before they decide. No. They're going to draft Justin Fields. Well, I mean, he did have to. First of all, they won't. Fair amount. Chris Greer, the GM of the Dolphins today, said that they're going to stick with Tua for at least another year. So they're yeah, not going to draft That would be, that'd be so stupid to use the two, two number three picks in a row on a quarterback. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Um, Dylan, have you made your pick? Yeah, what game are we even on? Oh, Saints Bears. Saints Bears. Oh, I'm, Saints, taking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking Saints. Uh, I'll, I'll take. I'll take the Saints. I'll keep it short. Saints. Okay. Okay. And this game's interesting. NBC Sunday Night Browns Steelers. Um, Kevin Stefanski is out, not coaching. Steelers favored by six. I take the Browns all day. I hate the Steelers. I've been saying it all year. They're going to lose this game. Um, the Browns are going to eventually. They're going to go to Arrowhead. They're going to lose, but they're going to give their fans a playoff win because they got. They got people back they don't have batonio which is big um but you know they're they have their receiving core and we saw what it did they beat the steelers last week and it was weird it was, should have been by a lot more um i know it was mason rudolph but ben roethlisberger is also weird um so i'm going with the browns interesting reasoning there taylor i i would i would love a browns win uh for for so many reasons um, are we, who exactly- although, although the, the only reason why I would not like a Browns win is because then the Ravens would play the Steelers in the next round. Um, if they were to win and I what? want, that. wait, wait, but the, if the, the Browns play the Steelers, that's, that's right- wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Never mind. Okay. No, I, I want the Browns to win. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, the, uh, the Browns, like uh, who exactly is out? So we know Stefanski's out. And then I think Batonio's out. Kaderil Hodge is out. But And Olivier Vernon towards ACL. But I think other than that, they have most people there. Wait, I saw Baker and Miles Garrett, too. Yeah. So, uh, or they just close contacts. They, no, they're, they're fine. Anyway, the Browns really got hit hard because after week 15, they were humming. Like, they had just barely lost to the Ravens but played well. They destroyed the Giants in New York. Baker played phenomenally. Um, and then they got, you know, hit with COVID and it kind of, you know, you know, sucks to suck, but, um, that just happens. Taylor, I'm going to disagree. I think the Steelers are going to win because this spread started at three and a half and just keeps going and going and going, um, for the Steelers. Now, now it's at six, but I would love a Browns win. It's because of, it's because of, it's because of Stefanski. It's like the stock market. There's uncertainty. So you don't want to go buy uncertainty. So why not pick the Steelers? You're saying 2010 Amazon. We're just going to go up from here. We are going up from here. I, think, Browns I, win this the, game. I, I don't think they have a chance, to be honest with you. Um, this, they, barely, like, they barely beat them. Baker runs for the first down, and he's screaming and going crazy, and the Steelers players are just laughing because they're like, we're just going to kill you next week. Because we're just like one in four in our last five games. We're bad. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're just not a good team, and we're in the playoffs of the three seed. They're 12 and four. They're good. Stop being a, a Ravens fan who's a hater. Stop it. I'm not being a Ravens fan who is a hater. I literally anyone on anyone on Instagram agrees with me. Because they're all idiots and they don't know what they're talking about. Pope, what was the result of the week 15 Steelers Bengals game? They lost. And then guess what? They went back two games in a row, beat playoff teams. 
Sorry, they did not beat the they did not beat the, they didn't beat the Browns, but they would have <laughs> if they played everybody. They have the defensive player of the year, and they have one of the best defensive linemen in football. They just sat them because they said we will give you a break, and then they're both going to have three sacks next week. So I, to think that the Browns will win this game is is stupid, especially because their head coach is out, which is a lot more important than you think it is. Okay, so let me just say, I don't think you have to be a Ravens fan to think the Steelers are bad. But also, you don't have to be a Ravens fan to hate Juju, and you don't have to be a Ravens fan to hate the way Baker, cringy, celebrated, barely making the playoffs when they should have got in a lot easier. With that being said, I, I wish, I hope the Browns win, even though there's people I really despise on both teams, but I hope the Browns win, but I'm going to have to go with the Steelers here. I just think not having Stefanski, being able to be on the field out there with, with the guys is going to definitely hurt and just – I mean, as much as I hate a lot of the players in the Steelers, Tomlin is a really good coach, and I just think he's going to get a win here. Uh, I'm riding with Baker. I'm, uh, I'm riding with Baker till death. This is this is going to be my upset of the week um, uh, for the wild card round of the playoffs. I'm with Taylor here. Who needs a head coach? Baker can just run the show himself. I mean, nobody in the league has more swag than than Baker Mayfield. I love the guy. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have Cadero Hodge. That's okay. We can, you know, we can. We can deal with that. Um, Stefanski, does Stefanski call the plays? No. All right. So that's kind of a hit. I didn't know that. Um, no, but but Bo Van Pelt is calling them now, and apparently he's a trusted name in play calling. Yeah, Baker's going to call the plays. All right, they're going to be down by like sixteen at halftime, and then they're going to he's going to say, "Baker, you go out there to the huddle and you start you start calling your plays." Right, and that's going to be the difference. Right, so I'm going to take the Browns. Love Baker in his first playoff game. The kid's got swag. He might go down as one of the best playoff quarterbacks of all time. The <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. there was so much wrong about what was just. It's so well, okay. It was. It was a. It was a. It was so. Chope. Here's what an opinion is. An opinion is something that cannot be incorrect, right? So yeah. well. So you're you're going to be proven wrong in th- about three days. When, okay. Uh, the so guy you've that many times. You've said that many times before in the podcast, and it has not ended well for you. I've. Uh, that's that's wrong. Um, you're talking about the guy who has one of the most talented receivers in the history of football and sucks with him. What, what, sorry, what was that? What did you just say? No. You were talking about OBJ. the guy who has one of the most talented receivers who's ever played football. Oh, okay. And is significantly worse with him. How does how do you explain that? I I, I don't I don't I really don't think there's a I, I, obviously that's swag. It doesn't need to explain. There's a correlation, right? So there's a correlation with 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 Odell being on the field and them losing, but is Odell being on the field a causation of the Browns losing? That's the question we have to ask. No, it's the, the, I don't it's think the it is. They run the ball more. It doesn't make so, sense. It's not good. Sometimes, sometimes players and don't fit in systems. Pour your defense up. He said, "Come here, Marcus Peters, and put some socks on him and threw all over him." Yeah, our defense was terrible. Dylan, your pick? My, ooh, I think I was going to pick the Steelers, but I, I kind of want to go with the Browns on this one. Just because if, if they win, that'll be huge for my my point stock. So just give me the, give me the Browns. I'm going to call this is this is an upset. All right. Um, as we move through our hot take segment, um, Ted, yeah, I, I did so, want to so, – So there's some excitement in the air because not one – but two hot takes hit yesterday. We like that. So I said that Derrick Henry would get to 2,000 yards. 
And amazingly, he did. He he could have in like the third quarter, but he had a weird stretch where he like didn't rush for anything for like 10 minutes. Anyway, Dylan, second correct one, said that Anthony Lynn would be fired on exactly Monday. And that's what they did. I think personally, I think personally that the Chargers job is the most desirable job out of any of these. No, I don't know. Jacksonville. Jacksonville is definitely uh, most desirable. The, the, no, owner, no, the no, owner is no. like, the, the owner wants complete control of everything. So I he don't didn't like say that. that. He said he's going to have a more hands on. No, but here, Ted, I, have a, see, I actually have a good reason why. I'll tell you why. Number one, first pick. First pick in the draft. That's huge. <laughs> Second, you just picked up a bunch of new guys. James Robinson, good receivers. Number three, all those trades, all those releases, huge cap space. Yeah, they There's also no have massive league. draft capital even outside exactly. of the first overall pick. Huge, we have, I think it's 11 picks we have in this draft. Huge cap space. This is basically like like a bare-bones team. And like whoever comes in can just just entirely change the culture for the better. Okay. If yeah, we're doing it right. Point. Taylor said that the Ravens would have a f- crucial fourth and ten, and Marcus Peters would 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 give up something to Alex Erickson. That didn't happen. He he had an interception. Not a bad hot take, but and then Pope said that Wayne Gallman would have 150 rushing yards. I don't I don't think he did. He just sat um, on the football. That's what uh, he did. Uh, Owen, Owen, you said that some receiver would have three catches for 118 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> it, was, it was Calvin Ridley. Oh, uh, he did. He have a he. He may have had a touchdown. Hold on, do we have to fact uh, check? No, he he definitely he had a reception for like five yards. I remember watching, so that wouldn't be like, I don't know if that would be possible. That wouldn't help. Yeah, certainly uh, wouldn't. Regardless, it was a good week for the hot takes. You know, one is is great, and two is even better. Uh, my hot take for this week is. Uh, the Ravens uh, rushed for 400 yards last week, and they're going to rush for whatever the playoff record is for rushing yards this week. So, um, uh, you know, maybe 350 or so. All right. Um, I, I'm going to stay in that game. Um, I think Justice Hill has a touchdown. I don't know. I think it's going to be like a 15-yard-plus touchdown. Um, just like literally run outside, like out of the shotgun, just run outside with him. He's so fast. I like him scoring this week. Um, I have two, Teddy. I'm going to do one for the games, and that's – I think Baker's, Baker's going to go 400 to three touchdowns. Um, <laughs> and I have an off-season signing one for head coaching uh, vacancies. I think um, I think McDaniels is going to go to the Chargers, and then within a week, the Patriots are going to sign Adam Gase as their offensive coordinator. Oh, No. No, so I actually think Adam Gase will go to uh, Alabama. Also, oh, yeah, that's that's been talked about. Dylan, your hot take? I'm going to oh, say Lamar Jackson passes for 300 and rushes for 100. I feel like that would mean a loss if he's passing. For Isn't that what happened last year in the playoffs? Yeah, in the yes, he had, he had. Yep. Hey, it's my hot take. I own it. Right, you I own it. Do. You do the deal. Pope, it's an opinion show. Um. I wasn't really thinking about this, but I guess I'll just throw one out there. I think the Steelers will win by two touchdowns. Even Is with Baker throwing for 400 yards and three touchdowns? I, I, probably 400 yards and four interceptions, to be honest with you. Wouldn't be surprised. I think that's more likely. A, a, J- a Jameis Winston game. All right, finally, Nathaniel. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, J.K. Dobbins gets 200 yards and Derrick Henry doesn't break 70. Oh, and then one more, I just, just want to throw it out there. I think Baker Mayfield on the sideline either breaks something or violently like gets in a fist fight with a teammate. 
Well, are we, are we getting another um, weekly touchdown from Hollywood accompanied by three drops? I, I would say four drops, but yes. He it's turned enough. up last year in the playoffs. He had, he had one good catch. It's the one catch I've ever seen him make in traffic. One <laughs> catch I've ever seen no, him Yeah, in that traffic. was impressive. It was a great catch, but you know what? We didn't score that We didn't try. score t- um, Yeah. Yeah, first third. Yep, yep. All right. Well, last thoughts for, for uh, tonight. Uh, Heisman is tonight. The Heisman will be announced. It's actually tonight. right now. Yeah. So, so who's going to win that? Um, it's going to be Devontae, uh, Devontae Smith. Smith. Devontae Smith. If it's Justin Herbert, I mean, if it's not, if it's uh, Trevor Lawrence, there's no I'm chance gonna... he's going to finish fourth. Uh, uh, if it's Trevor Lawrence, made... uh, yeah, that yeah. means an idiot. Yeah, he's he's terrible. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. We're very happy about a Ravens win, or really sad about you know Colin Titans Chiefs. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>